Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Word Up. Um, hope you're all doing well. It's lovely to be with you again. We've got Pastor Akin here. Great to have you, Pastor Akin. How are you doing? Thank you, Pastor Ian. Very well. Thank you very much. And uh, hello to all our listeners and viewers. Hope you're all well. Great. Hi, Ben. Oh, yeah. Good to have you here again. Good to be here. It's nice to see you got that same shirt on yeah, again. It's one it's... of my favourites. <laughs> and uh, this is my, my Word Up t-shirt. It's the one yeah. I like to wear. <laughs> We're having a bit of a chuckle, folks, because this is a, a recorded uh, version. We've gone straight on from when we did the live uh, we're doing sort of two episodes, and but uh, you can still engage in the comments and in, and, and engage with the, the session live. So we hope you enjoy it. And um, yeah, we're really looking at this um, as we continue going through Mark. We're on chapter 13 and really looking at end times things. And we finished off, we were particularly sort of talking about the different viewpoints of, you know, would, would the saints be here during these... Um, distress unequaled from the beginning of time until the you know since god created the world until the end and 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 there are different viewpoints there's those who think that um the 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 church will be raptured away um before these things happen there are some and and in the comments thank you we saw those uh rimet for instance was uh saying that he believes in a mid-tribulation rapture and uh and yeah, uh, we, we were commenting, weren't we, Ben, on, on the, the film series, which has had a big, and the books, comes from the books, Left Behind, Left Behind the yeah. Left Behind series. And uh, Ben was talking about we should have a counter, there could be a counter series of a different viewpoint. And what would that be called? Still Here. Still Here. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Left Behind, but the Still Here series. Or all remit, you know, mid-trip, maybe we could call it... Nearly gone. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Halfway, halfway house. <laughs> halfway there. No, but um, if only it wasn't, you know, such a, a sort of, it is going to be a serious time in the world mm-hmm. and, uh, of course, unequaled. And, and you know, we, we, we do think of it soberly as well. But whichever way you believe, there's still that um, urge from Jesus himself for us to be on our guard, repeated right the way through this, passage two or three times to watch and pray be on our guard and right at the very end you know therefore keep watch keep watch and we'll come to that um, illustration it says keep watch keep watch repeatedly repeatedly interestingly that idea of watching now let's just um as we've mentioned it there's kind of you, you know um pastor akin i'll come to you on this there's there's these signs almost and and there's a you know but watch keep a watchful eye there's the signs so what what do you think jesus is referring to you know watch watch um what's your take on that my, my um for, for me watching it, it it really is all about um you know your our intimacy with the lord and in, in prayer mm-hmm. and spending time with him if we can, um, you, know, tr- you know, just trying to steer clear of, um, you know, issues of controversial issues. It's like, you know, sometimes the way that we, and, they, and, and sorry, my, my um, you know, my view of this, it, come, it comes from the, the, the word of God, which says that, you know, our, our ways, you know, and the ways of God, you know, his thoughts and his ways mm. are far above ours and they're, and they're quite different from ours. And it's just that the way that we, we sometimes we see things and the way that God sees things, that they, they differ greatly in some cases. Yes. And uh, I mean, a case in point is just when, when we read through the, the Gospels and we see the um, the religious leaders of, of the time of the Lord and their interpretation of the of the of the law, and and the Lord's you know coming to to, to explain to them, but you know you're, this, you're into, the way that you see that the law of Moses, what you think it's saying, what how you think it should be observed, or, or how you, you think it should be worked out, is quite different from mine. And we, we see this again when we were looking at the beginning of this chapter, when the uh, disciples were talking about the temple, how great the temple is. And again, the Lord has to, you know, take their focus away from that. And so coming back to all, all you know, the signs that you're talking about, I, I found that some days it's just like when we, we're talking about, you know, pre-tribulation, is it post or is it 
uh, is, is it pre or post? You know, we, we, we're, all, we're all reading the same scriptures, aren't we? We're all reading the same scriptures. We're reading the same translations, the same Bibles, and yet we're coming away with different viewpoints and different understandings of what the scripture is saying to us. And I feel that even when it comes to the signs, you know, we, I don't know if, if, if um, we can recall the year 2000, quite a few people thought that was going to be for some reason. I'm sure they had, they'd, they'd read the scriptures the same way that we're reading the scriptures and they had come to some sort of a conclusion that in the year 2000, the world was going to come to an end. And, um, you know, obviously it didn't and we're still here. And so even when these signs, the Lord has given us these signs, they're, they're signs saying that right, the, the end is coming. But I think that it's, it's quite possible for us to, to give a wrong interpretation of those signs. Mm, and the things that yes. we say has been, oh, this is what Jesus said here. It's not actually what, what he's talking about. And so the watch and the pray for me, it's, it's all about being in that constant communion with the Lord. It's all about yes. being in, in that constant relationship with him so that we don't get carried away. You know, there could be, you know, the, the, like you said, wars, rumors of wars. And I know that's in Matthew. But and we could so all of a sudden think, no, this is it. This is this is World War Three. This is the world is coming to an end and actually take our focus away from what we should be doing onto just looking it constantly at that, you know, the, the the war and, you know, following the news and following all what's happening, all the people that are dying and then looking at that and thinking, oh, this is it. This is the end. It's coming now. It's going to come soon. But I think that it, 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 in when we are more focused on our relationship with the Lord, it's, it's just like COVID, um, you yeah. know, the way that it spread through the word and, and mm -hmm. Christians' perception of it have, have differed, haven't they? Some yes. Christians right from the beginning, they would say, look, this is, this is, this is an opportunity, you know, we, we had so many words, this is a reset and it's an opportunity for us to, you know, to disengage from things that were not being fruitful or helpful and yes. for us to re-engage with the Lord. But some Christians saw it differently. They thought, you know, this is God's judgment and, you know, this is going to happen. But I, I feel that, you know, watch and pray for me. And the, it's all about drawing closer to the Lord, because I think from what we've, even what we've, the little bit that we've shared, it's quite clear that, and the Lord has said it anyway, no one knows. He, he even said, I do not even know the time when this this you know this day has been set i don't know it myself so how, if the lord is saying he doesn't know it, how can we know it and i know that you know people will go into the scriptures and they will look at certain things and they will say this but the, the reality is that we don't know you know we're, we're just um if it's like we're, we're trying to you know to we're, we're trying to look into things to have a an understanding but uh, you know, i ask myself the question passing why why, we, why do we want to know as well what's the what's the what's behind that what's the yes, motivation yes. behind it? Is it because we want to be in control of things so that we can you know we know uh, well, what, what i mean it's, it's sometimes that, uh, sorry i'm going on on this issue but is there a little bit of um you know uh, duplicity here are we saying right if i know that it's just like for example when the law spoke about the the, the 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 homeowner when he went or he goes away mm. and uh, you know the servants don't know when he's coming back it's almost as though if the servants know the date he's coming back they can say right we can do whatever we want to do for the next three months because we know he's coming back on the you know on the 16th of december that's when he's coming back so yes. between now and maybe we'll give ourselves a couple of weeks to get everything the house sorted out and all tidy but between but for the rest of october and november we can just do what we want and then when we get to the first of december we will start being serious we'll start being watchful and praying get the house in order so when he comes back on the 16th everything he won't know any different you know everything will be fine yes. i mean what's the what's the reasoning behind wanting to know the exact mm -hmm. time you know sometimes i ask myself that or should we be like the faithful servants like you said you know regardless of when he's coming back just do what he's asking you to do and so it won't really matter when he comes back because you'll be ready because you're doing what he's asking you to do it's a great point yeah well, well said and uh, you know i wonder if it's because god knows our nature that he said ah if i told you exactly when that's yeah. what you would do you don't just um go on holiday you know for, and uh, wait and then just get the house in order just before i turn up yes it's an interesting subject isn't it you said about watchmen you kind of you know if, if you believe in like the gifts of the spirit for today uh you know they do opera, operate and you believe in you know prophecy uh for today mm. you kind of ask the question you know who who are the watchmen then who, who are they today and uh you know you get a myriad of, of people coming forward saying you know probably after the event oh i saw this in prayer and i knew this was going to happen you know rarely do you get someone ahead of time you know saying stuff and if you do sometimes they're they're wrong but you know, you, you think, well, who are the watchmen? Who you know these days? Who who are the ones, Lord, who who've got this insight? And you know, topical. I guess I, I think of, of David Wilkerson, who for for a long time had the prophecy about um, you know the kind of 
disasters in yes. New York, and of course and on nine eleven, yeah. everyone went to him and said, "Is this it? Is this what you saw?" And he he said, "No, no, it was worse." Mm-hmm. And then you could you know, he's passed away now. You could say, you know, New York was one of the the most awful places in COVID. I mean, they were wheeling people out into tents, you know, and you you could say was that what you saw or you know maybe it's it's for the future but here's an example of yeah watchmen i I think you know i think there's there's there is watching and praying and and i would counter not counter because i agree with what you're saying pastor akin you know about absolutely you know we, we need to be focused and and you might ask the question well if you knew he was coming next year let's say would your life be any different? Because it shouldn't be. You know, we, we should be just about the business, about the work, shouldn't shouldn't we? Absolutely. So so it's true in that sense. And yet I would ask the question, well, it's interesting how um, you know, God chose to to put so much um detail and prophecy of those last things and even even of the end time things you know why why did he bother and uh, and he did say well there will be signs and you know how to 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 forecast the weather when you see certain things you know you see that there's a storm coming you know you need to watch the signs and he says yes no one knows the day or the hour i might ask well he's saying look you're not going to know exactly when no so there's no point trying to pinpoint the the, the, the time, the day, or even the, the close time, but you'll kind of get a, get a, a, a sense, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I think we, we says, you know, even we see throughout scripture, he says, I do nothing without telling my, my people, my prophets, you know, there's a sense that, and, and I think you're also saying, Pastor Akin, you know, as we're intimate with God, you know, he promises, I will lead you, I will be with you, I will lead you through as a good shepherd, through every situation, through the valley of the shadow of death. And, and we see through all the scriptures that, yes, that's the key. Seek first that intimacy and kingdom, and mm. we will be, be triumphant and victorious through these things. So, Interesting balances to think about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. We better yeah. move on to the scriptures. <laughs> so, yeah. So, as I, we normally just read through some. Let's pick it up then from um, 24. Uh, an eight called. Yeah, let's. Yeah, so we said, so be on your guard. That's right. 23 mm-hmm. said, I have told you everything ahead of time. We finished on that. And then it goes on. Now we're, we're coming into this almost cosmic things. But in those days, following that distress, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, men will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth. To the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with his assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch! Exclamation mark. Goodness, that that watching, watching coming through. So on verse 24, we're picking up following that distress. So we heard about, you know, the... The, the real persecutions coming, uh, the distress unequaled, and, and, um, but for the sake of the elect. And, and then it says, following 
then we've got these almost cosmic uh, occurrences that mm. are going on. The sun darkened, moon not no light from the moon, stars falling from the sky, heavenly bodies shaken. As um, what 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 have you got on these things? Anything from the commentaries? Or? Well, I mean, actually, from the Bible rather than yeah. the, the commentaries. It says, but in those days after that tribulation, after the tribulation, mm. so when it got mm. it was worse. It's it's got even worse, but. What he's talking about there, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, stars will fall, and the powers in heavens will be shaken. That is, in Revelation, in John's Revelation, when he's mm -hmm. in heaven, he sees the angels opening uh, seals of, yes, of scrolls. Yes, yes. Um, mm -hmm. And the first seal is uh, a series of horses of different colours. The first seal was false peace. The second seal opened and there's war poured out on the earth. The mm -hmm. third seal is opened and it's famine. The fourth seal is opened and it's death. Uh, uh, we, you spoke about it last week about 25% of the people being mm, you know mm, slain yeah. the fifth uh, seal is opened and it's it's the vengeance of the Lord on the saints that have been slain but then we get to the sixth seal and mm. that is the fear and the wrath of God like overpowering fear um, you know this is God's activity the first ones have been poured out I mean this is God being active uh, and it, it, you know, it, it says it, it in Revelation exactly what Jesus has said. You know, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light. I think it says the moon will turn to blood, the stars will fall, the heavens will be shaken. So he is again, Jesus is saying, you know, this this is what's going to happen. And then in Revelation, this is yeah. the sixth seal being opened um, and being being poured out on the earth. So you know, there's always. There's always parallels in scripture, you know. I'm sure we could find equivalents back in the Old Testament, you know, uh, <coughs> that carry through. And Jesus is just, you know, joining in that whole span of the Bible and saying, you know, this is the creed for the end times, mm -hmm. um, and pointing towards it, you know. And it's, it's, you know, commentaries are, are great and they're educational, but it's always good to kind of know this what's in the word first off, and then you know, get your self together and your own conclusions and then look at the commentaries but you know this is directly from from revelation um yeah i've, I've got the passage here oh, i can read yeah, uh, this is this is from the trumpets um seven angels had seven trumpets it says the first angel sounded his trumpet there came hail and fire mixed with blood was hurled down upon the earth a third of the earth was burned up a third of the trees were burned up and the, the, the grass was burned up Second angel sounded a trumpet. Something like a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned to blood. Uh, a third of the living creatures died. A third of the ships were destroyed. Then a third angel sounded the trumpet. A great star, blazing like a torch, fell from the sky on a third of the rivers, and the name of the star was Wormwood. So, yeah, you've got this sense. A fourth angel sounded the trumpet and a third of the sun was struck a third of the moon a third of the stars turned dark a third of the day was without light so these kind of cosmic uh, and then there's woe 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 to the inhabitants of the earth because of the trumpet blast about to be sounded by the other three angels so yes you've got this um increasing worsening um events happening mm. on the earth it's yeah. interesting because you're in a revelation eight there and the seals were in revelation six but you yeah. can see how they directly relate to you know it, it almost expounds on what's happening that, that's it yes and, uh, yeah, yeah remember revelation it's written in apocalyptic apocalyptic language yes so it's all very symbolic yes and, and yes. There, there will be things there i mean the bit i always remember in revelation is where um there's a baby born and a dragon is waiting to devour it but it gets uh you know kind of whisked taken away. and whisked away and yeah. you're like where have we read that before you know mm. when jesus was born and and the angels uh, yeah. got joseph to take him off to egypt to to hide from the yes. from herod yeah and it's almost like you're seeing an insight that you know the veil is pulled back and you're seeing what's going on in the spiritual world yes, why is this going on yeah, yeah. um so yeah it's very mm. very very interesting yeah 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 wow. Yes, and, and I mean, I, I know we've been alluding to it. You know, how much of this do we do we study? Do we try and understand? You know, so much. Um, there's so many different opinions and interpretations, aren't they? And yet, God has chosen to given us the to give us these 
words yeah. and prophecies, hasn't he? And and I think you know it's we we don't sort of just dismiss them and say, oh, there's no way we can understand those. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to read. Uh, what, what's your take on these things? Uh, you know, as in an approach to them, because like mm. I think we've alluded to, and Pastor Akin was saying, you know, it's it's difficult to understand them, isn't it? How much attention and focus do we give to them? Um, yeah, I'm not trying to be provocative, but it's, mm. I think it's good to to because uh, there are like Pastor Akin was saying, you know, there's there's various views from theologians and commentaries, um, and I think probably the best approach is to. I, I'm always wary of people that that's, when they're preaching say this, this is, is yeah. this is what it is. This is the, the interpretation. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and you know that some of the best theologians and commentaries that I've read say, well, this is what people of a pre-tribulation yeah. view think. This is what you know mid, mm-hmm. and this is what you know, and they they here, here is everything, you know. Decide, you make know, an you have, make an informed sort of decision. Yeah, yeah, I think that's always the best way to go about it. Um, mm. And then, you know, once that's done, then maybe you could argue for your position. Um, but yeah, very wary of people to give definite, you know, definite things on mm. things in scripture that are difficult. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, you know, Pastor Akin was was it last episode or this one, but giving a good insight into how we approach <laughs> these things in the sense of the key is intimacy with with the lord you know and, mm. and driving us towards that uh, you know prayerful life that that and, and then things will be you know revealed as it were yes yeah. absolutely yes i think i think that's right pastor it's just, just like um you know the um and i think i'm i think i'm correct in saying the message that we heard today it's still today um where we and, and you're right you know you uh, the book of revelation i remember the first time i, I read it it's like i i read it and <laughs> you know maybe apart from those first first those opening chapters the rest of it when we were talking about you know like ben alluded yeah. to there the dragon and the first i was like i just <laughs> it yeah. was just going all it was just all over. i couldn't i couldn't make sense of anything of it and uh, it was not just the book of revelation some of the you know the old testament prophets as well you know you read and you're just like well, i don't know what they're talking about but mm. I, I feel that um you know as, as we, we we were we were um you know we were we were taught this morning that in those times, we, we don't, like you rightly said, Pastor, I think that the one thing that we shouldn't do is to discard it and think, oh, I don't understand this, so I'm not going to bother with it. That, that's, we shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. What, we, what we should do, though, is like when I, when I first read it, I said, Lord, you know, I've read this, but I'll be honest with you, I, I don't understand any of it. <laughs> and so, but then you come back to it again, and then you maybe have a little bit of understanding of it. And then like Ben has said there, you can yeah. also, sometimes you can get some good Bible teachers who yeah. they, they've written books on mm-hmm. specific you know, books in the Bible, then you can read that. And sometimes you read it and you may not necessarily agree with everything, but all of these things, they just help you get a little bit of a better understanding of it. And then other times it'll be, you know, in the past there would have been uh, pastors preaching or teachers teaching. Now we've got podcasts, you've got the internet, you can look at these things. Mm-hmm. But as Ben rightly said as well, I think it's, it's good to read it yourself first. Yes. You know, read it yourself, and even if you don't fully understand, read it yourself first. Don't just go straight to a book or straight to someone's preaching or teaching and then just take that but read it yourself first so that you've got that kind of like if i can call it a, a layer in your heart of what what actually you've read mm-hmm. and um, i also feel that there are times when you sometimes you read things in, in in these words where they don't necessarily make any sense to you at the time but in the, the other times when you're praying or someone says something all of a sudden you know that's scripture scripture is brought to your remembrance and then suddenly you have an understanding of it but that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't read it in the first place so I, I I do believe in you know, yes. you know reading the scriptures, coming to the Lord, asking for help, yes, and and then they, you can seek help in all all these various ways to to understand. But and we're always as we I'm sure we will we will all testify that we we've read things before, we thought we understood them. You now you read you read it three, four, five years later, and you've yes. got a totally different understanding of it yes, and a, a deeper so understanding of it, yeah. and it just continues like that. Yeah, and I think we were saying last week that. Um, I'm sure this happened to the disciples and the followers. They they heard Jesus say certain things. It wasn't until later they ah, that's what he meant. And I think even yes. for us, as we experience mm. events on the earth, we'll some of these things will make more sense. And and you know, as we've you know, in in being obedient to God, really loved His Word, you know, certain meanings will jump out, and He will be used as a as a guide. And a, a bit like we said about the um, the the saints who had read. Uh, the Gospel of Mark, and they, in during the the, yeah. the, 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 
sacking of Jerusalem. Yes. And, and they, they, they knew the word and therefore they got away, they escaped. And in the same way, I think, you know, we will, certain things will come, ah, this is that, and that's that. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's yeah. the living word. That's it. I just yes. had this kind of thought as well, you yeah. know, because we, we spoke a few episodes ago about um, Jesus kind of clashes with the scribes, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And uh, I just made the comment about teachers who, you know, when they're really definite about something, this is the interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tend to be a bit wary. Um, and you know that was a situation like like that where you had these established teachers who had their teaching and this is the way it is and you know this is how it's interpreted this is how it's applied there you go um, and G- Jesus came and said well actually you know you're you're getting it wrong and that's that's your interpretation but it's the wrong interpretation this is the truth mm-hmm. uh, and I think you a good case for keeping yourself humble in in that sense Mm -hmm. is that there were people amongst the Pharisees, for instance, there was Nicodemus, Mm -hmm. um, uh, there was like Joseph of Arimathea who gave the the tomb to him, Mm -hmm. um, and other people that were humble enough Mm -hmm. to, to Mm -hmm. recognize the, you know, the, the Messiah and, 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 uh, realize that they, you know, they're, their interpretations were, were wrong, and and that Jesus was the yes, Messiah. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. a good that's a good, good. rule of thumb for our yeah. hearts, isn't it? You know, we we never have a corner on the truth. There's always, mm-hmm. you know, yes, it's good, to be studied good. in humility. Yes, um, and then you know, then God gives the insight, doesn't he? And, and uh, you know, you share what you believe is so. Yes, uh, that's all you can do. It, it brings to mind that is it is it in the Proverbs humility and the fear of the lord bring wealth mm. and honor and life amen yes uh, humility amen. and the fear of the lord yes lord help us with that one yeah. amen. 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 great okay so at that time it says that the men will see the coming son of man coming on the clouds of great power and glory so again we're reminded of that um don't don't be don't be fooled you know even in this shaking time that it's Oh goodness, the Messiah! You know, he's he's over in um, he's in Bombay. You know, he, he's he's actually appeared, and and because of the shaking, I presume maybe you know people will be very susceptible mm. to. Uh, and it says even the the saints could be deceived if that were possible. But uh, so, but but we know everyone will all we will all know for sure when he comes. Yeah, well, yeah. our hearts are so. Um... I don't know, again, yeah. another case mm. of being careful. You you know, sometimes you can get overexcited about stuff and, uh, you know, men can be deceptive. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think of some of the, the cases where uh, there there have been things have happened, you know, like there's been spontaneous laughter at services or gold dust or something like that. And, you know, possibly, you know, genuine, like wind and, and clouds of glory and all that kind of, kind of stuff. You know, I, I've never seen it myself. But I'm not saying that is impossible. But then you get you get cases where people are, are found to be faking those kind of things or trying to push those things to happen. Mm. And you, you you know you have to kind of you know be be uh, myself. I, you know I've always been in a charismatic Pentecostal church, but it's never I've always thought it's never defined me. I come to Jesus as a, as a disciple first off before denominations before anything. Uh, and I look for the genuine, and that's that's keeping your heart humble, isn't it? And uh, you mm. know, if God wants to do stuff, and He has, you know, I felt the tingles in in big meetings, and had God flood me with glory and the tangible feelings of it. But that hasn't, you know, I I've never pushed for that. I've never mm-hmm. kind of had that. And it's, you know, again, another case of being humble. God mm. will do what He will do. Um, and you don't need to force those things to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But and also, you're not to you know not to judge others. You know, you just you just keep your heart humble. And and that that reminds me of you know we we've seen we've been doing the Bible study as well in in the um, you know the battle for hearts and minds that deception that will be so extreme in the last mm-hmm. days with the the Antichrist himself and and his um, you know team performing you know real miracles mm. um that, that, but but you know we're not to be deceived by them uh so would there be real miracles false miracles yeah there's something something you know supernatural shall we say yeah. about what happens and so it's so important that yeah we we we, we follow the word 
yeah. and, and we won't be uh, overtaken by these things. Great. So it says, he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds and the ends of the earth to the ends, from the four winds, the ends of the earth and the ends of heavens, gathering all the saints. Um, we have this, don't we, this sense, the scriptures, we will meet him in the air. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, this, uh, I, I like this. I, I think I've, I've put this. This is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. We do, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep, those who die before us and grieve like the rest of men. We who have no hope, we believe Jesus died and rose again. So we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's own words, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are, who are left till the coming of the Lord, Interestingly, that's the church in Thessalonica saying, you know, we, mm. well, it's Paul, sorry, to the church in Thessalonica. We who, the, 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 he's saying we could be alive when he comes back. So mm. they, 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 they even wondered. Uh, who, we are, who are left till the coming of the Lord will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. So we won't come and beat them to it. It says, for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. There is the, the rapture itself. Uh, of, of, we're caught up and we meet. We join with those who are... Can you think of any of the saints who are, you know, you knew personally, yeah. who have gone ahead? Yeah. I think of my mum-in-law, first one comes to mind, Gina and, and others. And, you know, imagine this gathering in the air and, and the commentary I was reading of, you know, there isn't a place big enough on the earth to, <laughs> to gather all the saints past mm -hmm. and present. But in the air, you know, all, all gathering ready. And then to, to come with him in the clouds. Yeah. Yeah. De death, death for a Christian is a really, really interesting subject. And um, it, again, again, I always kind of go back to denominations. Um, you know, there's certain pushes of people that, that won't accept, you know, death. There's always the, and quite rightly so, you know, we should always pray for healing. We should always ooh, pray, ooh. you know, uh, for healing with that, with that hope. But... Um, you know, sometimes God calls people home and, you know, I think there's a, there's a gap there, especially maybe in, in some of the more Pentecostal charismatic circles where, okay, you know, we, we, we pray for healing and all that, all that kind of stuff, but people die, you know, and they, they go, you know, they go somewhere. Everyone? Does everyone die? Well... What kind of? We all go to uh, uh, an earth. We will experience an earthly death unless, unless the Lord chooses to come back, of course. <laughs> but um, you know, if that unless that happens, you know, we will experience a, an earthly death of yeah. our of our bodies, mm -hmm. um, and we go somewhere. You know, we we're not our bodies. We we have our souls. You know, and we go somewhere, yeah. and you know. It's interesting with the Bible because uh, you know it's not. Um, we will go to be with the Lord. We will go to the kingdom of heaven, but that uh, seems to happen later on. So where do, where do we go? You know, uh, and there's a whole there's a whole load of you know study we could do about that. And then you know because obviously these people are being the angels are collecting them and collecting taking them. To the, so they're where, somewhere. Where have they been? Yeah, you know? where are they? And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that this thing of, of death, absolutely, is where, O oh, death, is your sting for, for the yeah. saints. You know, the, the, the sting of death is gone. Death is our hope, in a sense. You know, it, it said, yeah. Paul says, for me to live is, is Christ. I'm, I'm here. It's all about Christ. It's knowing Christ. For me to die is gain. It, it's yeah. even gaining on that because there's going to be, you know, all the things that maybe hinder me in knowing him f more fully my flesh, my this, my that, you know, are removed and, and it's gain and, and it's a doorway into, you know, bliss beyond bliss, isn't yeah. it? And and we must have that eternal perspective. Yeah. I think, mm. you know, be, it, it should really colour our view of life and death. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a big subject. It is a really very important subject. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's, it's important that, like you're saying, Pastor Ian and Ben as well, that we need to read the Bible so that we have... 
we don't adopt a worldview on mm. on on uh, if you like life and death because some yes. people feel that yes, yes. this life is the be all and end all of everything and that's why people will do anything to get their hands on whatever it is that they feel that they need to do because they feel that after this then it all comes to an end but we when we understand and we and we could we know we're only going to get that truth from the word of god when we understand that no 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 it's not like this life if it's, it's just a stepping stone yes. even if you live to be a hundred years old in this mm. life compared with eternity that's nothing and so we, we need we need to be mindful of that and the only way we will be is but we've got to keep reading these scriptures yes. we've got to keep reading the scripture I, I remember many years ago speaking to someone who was really upset you know when we yeah. we get to heaven he said that there won't be people won't be you know have the same husbands and wives that they had on the yes. earth yes, and you know why would you have that kind of is when when you've spent most time reading the word of god and your mind is 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 full of that and your heart is full of that then you have a different perspective you won't see it as something that's negative but something that's good and it's just like what ben was saying that they're about death he's like oh we don't, people don't want to die and it's like when you when you actually realize that um you know as paul said you know being with the lord is actually better for me than staying here with you guys but i'm only here because i haven't finished the work that i was called to do here and it's yes. like yeah. but we need you we're only going to get that perspective that understanding from from the word of god from reading the word of god yes and, and we say that don't we i know we all do with with absolute sort of a humility and an understanding mm -hmm. that unless you've had to face death in the face yeah. it's very easy for us to say isn't it that uh, yeah, oh yeah. you know I, I can't wait yeah. to die you know yeah. and then i visit the doctor and he says ah yes uh, you you know i'm afraid you've only got so so long left you know how mm. would i respond then yeah um, that's it's right. easy yeah. it's easy for us to sort of say when you have to face you know the the transition you have to i suppose you have to really understand well is my faith what i've said it is it's been you know mm. do i absolutely what do i really really believe and and That's so right. i think we say this with humility yeah, exactly uh, mm. it's absolutely the, yeah. the courage of some of your convictions mm. i remember I, I, i'm a nurse as i've probably said before yeah. but i remember being at uni and we had the euthanasia discussion mm. and i was probably the uh, i'd kind of you know yeah. gend up on it but i was probably the only one in the class who who didn't think it was a good idea didn't mm -hmm. want it and my my rationale was that you know the word says god gives life and god mm. takes it away mm -hmm. and i went down that line um yeah. and realizing at the time that at some point i might be the the friend or, or the son that is having to watch someone pass away and to stand by the courage of my convictions to to know that the lord is in control of this and he mm -hmm. he takes away and mm -hmm. you know like i say there's uh, there's a gap there but you know being a, a, a reader of the puritans they said some lovely things about you know death can be looked at as being weaned from this world to the next one mm -hmm. well that was an awesome weaned. view uh, yeah. view view of, of death and dying for the christian mm -hmm. and again you know we don't this is not we're not taking this lightly you know this is real no. life stuff isn't it you know and we mm. you know but it's it's real life stuff you it know is, it's, it is it's, it's, we do it's i mean come, just just you know? this this week isn't it we we've we've you've heard the saints talking about two if you like generals that have translated to glory mm. in the christian world i think of uh, pastor colin urquhart who had a huge impact on uh, particularly the UK, but around the world with his books and Kingdom Faith Church. And uh, Pastor Yonggi Cho, yeah. David Yonggi Cho, yeah. who had the largest church mm. in the world, wrote books and things. But uh, yeah, I, I suppose it's the tension of the balance where the word mm. says, you know, pray for the sick, pray for the sick yeah. to be healed yeah. at the same time. So um, I'm, I'm not mm. suggesting that we, we're going to get the full answer of this, but I think we, we pray for the sick and, and we yes. say, Lord, you know, we, we believe that you can heal. We want Amen. you to heal. We yes. ask you to heal. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, life and death is in your hands, as you said. Ben. And, yeah. and, and yeah. even, you know, it's not the worst case scenario. You know, translating yeah. to to Jesus is is going to be wonderful. But mm. um, yeah, so so, yeah, we've 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 touched on that. Going on to then. What about this? Learn the lesson from the fig tree. Did, have I read this? Uh, no, scripture no, uh, earlier. Yeah, I think I can't remember I if I read it out to the end. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Jesus has a real Yes, thing. Did, yes. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so, learn the lesson from the fig tree. Um, you know what? What's this talking about? When you see its leaves come out, you know summer is near. 
Therefore, when you see these things happening on the earth, it's right at the door. Now, that's interesting. He's sort of saying it's right at the door, these end things. Mm -hmm. um, what, what's your take on this one? Well, in fig trees mentioned in Revelation again, it says, as the fig tree sheds its winter fruit when shaken by a gale, you'll know that mm. you know the Lord is near. And uh, it, it talks about you know uh, fig trees that have no leaves to protect the fruit, so it gets it gets blown away like in the winter. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess you know if you look at the symbology of it, you know yeah. uh, before when Jesus cursed the fig tree because it, it had no fruit, and it was almost akin to. I've come to you, Israel, Israel mm. and you—you've you, got no fruit because you're in error, and you—you know—you're not—you haven't recognised me, your Messiah. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, cursed and, and withered, um, uh, as a sign, you know. And it, you kind of wonder, you know, if it, it's shedding. It talks about the shedding of fruit when shaken. Mm. Um, you know, the symbology of that. I mean, I haven't—I haven't got a kind of conclusion on it, but again, it's talking about signs, isn't it? Understand, be watchman, yes, like yes, Pastor yes, Aki yes, said. Yes, yes. What what is it to be a watchman and 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 know these things? Mm. You know, Pastor Akin, have you come across anything yes. in the, uh, the, the, on this, this one? This is just some thoughts, some commentaries that yeah. saying that um, you know that the people at the time they would have known by by the cycle of the of the fig tree that um, mm. you know they see the leaves when they see the leaves and we know the fruit is coming. So they 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 were aware of the. Um, you know that that cycle that that particular tree went through when it was about to produce fruit, and so he's just using that as if you like as a parable to say that when you see all these things I've been talking about as well, and uh, as he says at the end there, then you know that when you see these things, all these things start to happen, yeah. then you know you're right near. Just as with the fig tree, when you see all of these things, you know right, it's almost time for me to go and get some, you know, some uh, from fruit off that tree. Then you know that these things that I've said about the end mm -hmm. is near. When you see these things happening, so that that was like the general yes, thought yes, that was yes. coming from from those, there, those a, commentaries. An interesting interpretation that's quite um, prevalent today, and uh, I, I tend to, you know, like it and 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 be sympathetic towards it. And I think Ben, you've referred to it in the sense of the symbolism of the the cursed fig tree, referring to yes, mm. the fig tree being Israel, and so um, you know we know. The fig tree is one of the symbols of Israel, as are some of the others as well, but it's a very strong one. And it says, um, when you see the leaves come out, um, and, and we could possibly uh, interpret this as the, the rebirth of Israel, you know, mm. the, the coming back to life, if you like. And so when you see this happening, the end, you know, it's at the door, right at the door, possibly. And even saying, going on to verse 30, 30, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. One interpretation of that following what I've just said is that the, the generation that sees the rebirth of Israel, the, the kind of the, the leaves coming out again of the fig tree will not pass away until these end time things have actually happened. So that's an interpretation which, um, mm. you know, is quite prevalent today. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Again, we've got that um, wonderful thing. What can we stand on? We stand on the word of God. Mm -hmm. We need to have the word of God. We need to be familiar and conversant and intimate with. I mean, the word of God is, is, is the, exactly that. The words from God. It's communing with God. It's hearing from him. It's believing him. It's letting him speak to you. So, um, yeah, no one knows the, the day or the hour, not even the angels, nor the Son of Man, only the Father. Um, interesting interpretations on that. You've got um, one slant would be, look, it's no good trying to think of when he might be coming uh, because, you know, it's quite clear there. He's even saying, I don't know myself. The Father set the time. And, and I get that. I would possibly counter that with saying that, uh, that, that the Lord and Jesus is saying, you know, these are the signs. Look, you're not going to know the exact time. I don't even know the exact time, but be aware of the signs that, um, you mm. know, you know the signs, watch the signs. You have an inkling and you can, you know, that, that's my own take on that one. But I know this, uh, there's others. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. So uh, there, you've, you've got that again, watching and praying, being alert. But then we've got this um, little kind of parable almost, or, or um, 
is that right? Uh, well, not quite parable. It's uh, imagery. imagery. <laughs> it's like it's like a man going away leaves his house with his servants in charge, each with a assigned task, and and tells the one at the door, "Keep watch." Do you know what your assigned task is? I know we're not. It's, it's not a preach. This, but uh, let's. We we have got assigned tasks. That's in throughout the Word of God. You know the things prepared for us to do even before the the earth was created. So God had a plan for you and for me. So you know, are you do you, are you know your assigned task? If you don't, God will show you. God can show you the gifting and the, the things he's got for you to do. So And be at our assigned tasks. Mm. We, we've so we've got a sense of some of the tasks that God's given us, haven't we? Mm. I mean, you look at Ben. He's been gifted right from 16 years old. And there was that musical gift. And, and so he availed himself. Lord, you know, here I am. I don't know. And, and, and he was encouraged then. Well, you play music. Would you play music in the worship? And he, <laughs> yeah. and he sort of, okay, I will. And I'll play my electric guitar with my long hair. And come on. <laughs> <laughs> but that that stepping forward in the gift, you know, then the Lord revealed the task assigned to Ben. Yes, I'm raising you to lead my people into my presence in worship. And, you know, knowing that. And, and Ben's been writing songs, been leading the ministry with his wife. And that's just part of the assigned gift. Now, now look, developing this sort of preaching and, uh, and 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 teaching the word of God, Pastor Akin. You know, Pastor Akin had that call. You know, to to pastor to people to teach and preach. And you know, I don't know how you first sort of came into that gifting and starting to get a sense of your assigned task. How did that happen with you? Uh, did you find uh, over? Did it happen even before you came to ACF back in the day? Were you doing that in London and what have you? Yes, yes, I was. Yes, I don't. I don't know. You, you just get that sense, don't you, when um, you're spending time with God that He's just kind of like prompting you to do to do things and to mm. to take steps. You know, do this, try that, go here, go there, be with this person, learn from them. So it, it's it's more it's it's come out of um, all of those. I wouldn't say I had that, you know, like a vision or a voice from heaven saying yeah, anything yeah. like that, but it was from all of those little steps, you know, step by step, you know, try this out, go here, do this. And that that's how it's all come about, really. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> it's great to see those gifts in operation. Wonderful preacher, Pastor Akin. We need more. We need more. <laughs> you're, you're going to be preaching not too, not too long away, are you? I, I hope. I think it's in the diary. It's in the diary, yes. Yeah, it's definitely stuff, in the diary. Stuff, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any more? More from Jeremiah. Pastor, I can preach <laughs> one. Pastor, I can preach one all day. And everyone, everyone kind of preaches from the same passage in Jeremiah 29 11 or from the beginning. Mm. But he brought something and I was like, oh, more, please. You know, it was, it was really it was really good. Not a common place to preach from in Jeremiah, but it was, it was brilliant. Top notch. There you go. More, more, please. More, yes. <laughs> And then it says it right at the end of this um, chapter 13. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. This is Jesus, mm -hmm. if you think, speaking. You know, he keeps saying it. Do not let him find you sleeping. Watch and pray. Be alert. Wake up. Wake up, O sleeper. What I say to you, I say to everyone. Here, it can't be clearer than this. Verse 37. What I say to you, mm -hmm. I say to everyone. Watch capital um, sorry exclamation mark so that's a good place to end it there let's um you know watch let's be alert let's encourage one another that's what that's what tonight is about that's what um word up's about it's it's getting in lord listening to what he's saying and encouraging and, and sharpening ourselves and encouraging ourselves and I, I will just end with this one though friends you know watch watch and pray watch and pray praying is cannot be separated from watching watching cannot be separated from praying um that that's very clear from the scriptures and i know that um we all we're, we, we're encouraged to develop that prayer life uh, ourselves and that intimate and, and he says you know when you pray go in close the door that your heavenly father and, and you know to pray to me in the secret place and, and having that intimate relationship which we've been talking about so much mm. but I, I, I want to end tonight by 
by also saying, listen, praying together, the corporate prayer, the prayers of the people of God is right up there on, on top of the agenda of God. I, I think if you think of the people of God coming together in his name to, to, to meet with him together, that's what, that's what the people of God do when they come together. The first thing, you know, if we come, if we suddenly found ourselves three men and we met and we, we found we all knew the living saviour, what would we do? We would, you know, as well as encourage, we would let's, let's pray to him together. Let's worship him together. And, and this has to be a part of a church, a healthy church, the, the corporate prayer. You know, here I know Pastor Akin could actually preach so powerfully. It's in his heart on this one. And, but, you know, Jesus says, whatever you agree together, whenever you ask me together, whenever you come together, this is corporate prayer, corporate prayer. He says, when you come together in my name, I'm there. I'm there with you. I'm there to to answer your prayers. I'm there to bless you. And so, friends, I'm, I'm finishing this watching and praying um, and part to say we must come together to pray. We must make that effort. It's It needs to be the priority. It is the foundation of everything we do, you know, to have that success and blessing of the Lord. So can I encourage you to join us in the corporate prayer meetings that we have here at Bright City, particularly the Friday online. That's very easy to get to. You've just got to come on for for an hour or so, um, it's about an hour uh, online there. Um, and we're also having some physical gatherings as well. So bless you, uh, be encouraged. Let's um, let's watch and pray together. Let's encourage each other. Amen. Pastor Akin, thanks again Amen. so much for uh, joining us Pastor. tonight. And uh, Ben, as always, faithful <laughs> brother, thank you. Bless you all and have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.